1 John chapter 3, verses 14 through 19. 1 John chapter 3, 14 through 19. And we know that we have passed from death unto light, life because we love the brethren. He that loveth not his brother abideth in death. And whosoever hated his brother is a murderer. And ye know that no murderer have eternal life abiding in him. Hereby perceive we the love of God because he laid down his life for us. And we ought to lay down our life for the brethren. But whoso have the world's good and see his brother in need and shut it up his bowels of compassion from him, how dwelleth the love of God in him? My little children, let us not love in word, neither in tongue, but in deed and in truth. And hereby we know that we are of the truth and shall assure our hearts before him. Precious Lord, thank you. Thank you for the word of God. Thank you for the power of God. Thank you for Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Thank you for Columbus' wonderful battleship prayer. Father God, thank you for Jesus Christ filling us with the power to fight the good fight of faith. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. So, so John, John, it's the epistle of love. John was considered the apostle of love. So somebody would say, well, it don't sound a lot real loving, but love, love can be tough. No, 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 no. Love has to be tough. Okay? Love has to be tough. Because when, 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 when you love something or someone, you got to be tough. You got to be tough. Know why? The word of God says love never fails. Amen. Okay? There's nothing, not, not a whole lot of products you can buy in this world that they will guarantee that it will never fail. Okay? You can't go buy a car. I don't care if you go buy a double R, a Rolls Royce. It's going to fail. Okay? Now, what the Rolls Royce dealer will do, if your car breaks down, you got a Rolls Royce and it breaks down, you call the Rolls Royce, they come to get that car, they're going to bring you another one brand new. And, and, and when you go pick up your car, they go, you're going to you bring your checkbook, they're going to say, you're going to say, how much? Oh, they, what? Oh, it's for what? They, they don't even want you to ever even think your car broke down. That's how they operate. That's how they guarantee their cars. Okay. Everything else fails. That car gonna fail. That car gonna get a flat tire, break down. John says, verse fourteen. I'm gonna I'm I'm speed through this, but it's important that we know what we're talking about. He's talking about these Christians, men of God, women of God, and how to tell that someone's a Christian. And the first thing he says in verse fourteen, they have passed from death unto life. We've been over that. We've been over that. Okay. Pass from death to life me. If you saved, you know you was dead. Okay? You, you know, you, now you're on the other side, and you can say, I know I was dead. 
Y'all hear me say it all the time. I know I'm passing death to life. And, 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 and if Satan had his way, he'd have me passing back. Amen. He would say, ain't nothing wrong with going back to dead and going, you know, I'll get you back. I'll get you back home in time. Then he goes in verse 15 and says, whosoever hated his brother. And I'm going to talk about brother today because I don't want y'all, this is a biblical brother. This is not, you know, I know we as black folks, especially every time we see somebody that's black, we go, what's up, bro? What's up, bro? What's up, bro? What's up, bro? We dab him up and, you know, that, that's not the kind of brother he's talking about here today. Okay. Okay. Whosoever hated his brother, someone who loves the Lord, someone who loves the Lord may not, may not love him like you do, may not understand the gospel like you do, but they say they love the Lord. He's a brother. He's a brother. His theology may not be like your theology, but he said he loved the Lord. He said, Lord is my, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He says, the Lord, the Lord is my savior. The Lord died for my sins and rose from the grave. And, 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 and he's your brother. Amen. He comes to church with you every week and he visits with you and he goes to Sunday school and he prays the Lord with you. It's your brother. Okay. You got brothers, you got brothers in the flesh, and y'all, some of us, not alike at all, but they still what? Your brother. Hereby we perceive the love of God. Now he goes to perceive the love of God. See, John wants you to know for sure. I know I said it this morning in Sunday school, and somebody, hey, you always on heaven, and you always on heaven, you always on heaven. Uh, yeah. Because the Bible's always on heaven. I can't turn. There's not a there's not a book I can turn to and say, it's not talking about where you're gonna spend the rest of your life. John, John says, hereby perceive we the love of God because he laid down his life for us. That's love. That's some serious love. He laid down his life for us. They didn't take it. They didn't take it. Well, even when they came to arrest him. Y'all remember the story when they came to arrest him and he spoke and they all fell backwards? He had all power. Peter didn't know that. And Peter said, ain't no... <laughs> Peter, Peter tried to cut one of their heads off. Peter said, well, he only got the ear. He wasn't aiming for the ear. He wasn't aiming for the ear. And when the ear fell on the ground, what did Jesus do in his love and his grace and his mercy? I believe, I believe Marcus, Marcus is the one that he cut the ear off. I believe Marcus realized at that point he was dealing with God. Imagine, imagine him not being saved. Imagine, now I'm putting him on my list. When I get to heaven, I want to see him. Because he got to be there. He's got to be there. Imagine, imagine somebody cut your ear off and Jesus reaches down, picks it up, and puts it back on. And you don't believe. Then he's Jesus. Mark's got to be in heaven. Put him up. We put him on our list, Jeremy. We got to find him when we get there. How'd that feel? Watch this verse 17. But whoso have this world's good and seeth his brother have need, and shutteth up his bowels of compassion from him. How dwelleth the love of God in him? Let's stick on that. What is, what is the, now, now notice what he said. If I got it right, he said the world's good. Okay. Somebody automatically say the world's goods, and when you say the world's goods, you it becomes sort of materialistic. Mm-hmm. But when you have the world's good, you can have a materialistic part. And some folks don't have a lot of goods that's in the church, but they have a lot of wisdom. 
They have a lot of knowledge. So you have, you have folks that come to church that are on fixed incomes. Okay? And, 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 and they're not able to, to, to give financially like they possibly would want to, but they got other areas where they can give and serve. And they have the world's good. Okay? Here's a story. I'm going to give you a couple stories. Maybe, maybe one per, per, per point. Here's a story of a woman that had the world's good. Okay? John 12, 1. John 12, 1. And, yeah, yeah, listen, y'all familiar with these stories. I don't, I, I don't get real in-depth on Sunday mornings. I want to make sure y'all with me. Then Jesus, six days before the Passover, came to Bethany, where Lazarus, which was, which was, excuse me, where Lazarus was, which had been dead, whom he raised from the dead. Okay? And they made him a supper. And Martha served, but Lazarus was one of them that sat at the table with him. Now, here's the part where Mary comes in. Mary has the world's good. Then took Mary a pound of ointment, 16-ounce bottle of spikenard, very costly, and anointed the feet of Jesus and wiped his feet with her hair, and the house was filled with the odor of the ointment. What is she doing? She got the world's good, and there's a need. There's a brother in need. What did, did Jesus need this ointment? Yes, he's getting ready what was Mary doing? Preparing him. Preparing him. Being symbolically preparing him for what was to come. Okay? She anointed his body for burial. He, she knew, Mary knew that Jesus Christ had did what? Came to die. Came to die. Now, just to finish this, because this, sometimes I don't want, I, I, I just have to finish this first. Watch what, watch what, Judas does. Now, we understand Judas. Judas wasn't about Jesus Christ. Jesus knew when, when he called, he said, one of you are a, a devil. Jesus, Judas was a devil from the very beginning. And then said one of his disciples, Judas Iscariot, Simon's son, which should betray him. Why was not this ointment sold for 300 pence and given to the poor? This he said, not that he cared for the poor, but because he was a thief. See how strong the Bible is? And had the bag. He had the bag. And bear and, and, and bear that what was put in. And then Jesus said, let her alone. Against the day of my burying have she kept this. Mary gave a some 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 expatriate say a year's a year's salary that would have cost her that alabaster box and she gave it she gave it freely of the world's goods. I'm just giving you a couple of illustrations of the world's good. We talk about the rich fool. The rich fool. The Bible said the ground of a of a certain man brought forth plentifully. Okay, he had a good year. Sort of like Amazon. And and he thought within himself. That ain't never good, is it? No. Nope. No? Watch what he says. 
What shall I do because I have no room where to bestow my fruits? He had too much. He had too much. Instead of him saying, you know what, I'm going to go out and see if there's some folks in need in the community or maybe in my family, maybe on my wife's side of the family. You don't see him mention nobody. He got the world's goods and he's got more than he can ever use. And he thinks within himself and watch what he says in, in verse 18. He came to a conclusion. He said, ah, this is what I will do. I will pull down my barns and build greater. And there will I bestow all my fruits and goods. And I will say to my soul, soul, thou hast much goods laid up many years. Take thine ease, eat, drink, and be merry. And then God comes in. And God said unto him, thou fool, this night. Shall thy soul be required of you? Now, what was the problem here? They got the world's goods. All of us in here got the world's goods. Somebody, some of us in here might not have as much as the other person, but we all have the world's good. Okay? It's at, at some level. And maybe you gotta get to don't do it, don't ask your soul. Like the rich fool did. You have to get on your knees and say, God, listen, how can I? How can I be used to give you glory in, in the kingdom that we live in now? How can I be used to give you glory? I want to serve you. I want to worship you. I want to give you glory. Guess what? You'll get an answer. You'll get an answer. You'll get an answer. Listen. It's not a sin to be rich. Okay? It's not a sin to wear purple and fine linen. Y'all know where I'm going with this. Okay, it's not a sin to have plenty of food. It's not a sin to have plenty of food. Okay, then you go to Kentucky Fried Chicken, you get the you get the big meal. They give you what? Mashed potatoes. They give you coleslaw. They give you biscuits. They give you plenty of chicken. They get nothing wrong with that. It's not a sin. Okay, and, and, and remember the, the the rich man. He he was clothed in purple. He had the world's good. He had a lot. Okay, the Bible didn't say he got it. From selling drugs, he got it. He was a drunkard. He, he, the Bible didn't say none of that. So why did he go to hell? Think about that. He, he had it all in, 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 in that day and age, and it still goes on today. People will tell you today, you talk to the right people in church, they'll say the more you got, the more God loves you. That's, that's, that's prevalent. The more you got, the more stuff you got, the more cars you got, the biggest house you got, you know, you, you, you doing well. God is blessing you. Okay? Okay? But he gets to hell. And, and, and the first question he asks tells you why he's there. Okay? And in hell, he lift up his eyes, being in torments, and seeth Abraham afar off. That's one reason he's there, because he had the wrong God. And Lazarus in his bosom. Who's Lazarus? The beggar. The beggar that was set outside his gate every day. Doesn't say he does. You know, you see the beggars in Youngstown. Y'all see the beggars in Youngstown. They all over. Okay, 
I, I've seen a group of them hop out of a Mercedes Benz with their cardboard signs. And they got a lot of energy. They run to their spots. And then when they get to their spots, uh, I've seen it. Okay? A lot of them, a lot of them position right outside. Little Caesars are higher you in a minute if you're in Liberty. They all, they got everywhere they, everywhere they at, they hiring. That's not the problem. Lazarus didn't have that problem. He was sitting at the gate, and, and he didn't even mess. Go down by YSU where the bums is at. They got paper and cups, and they just messed up the place. Then none of that. Watch what, watch what God says about the rich man in verse, in verse 23, 24. And he cried and said, here's why he's in hell, Margaret. Father Abraham, have mercy on me. Now he's in hell asking for the exact thing that was Lazarus was wanting. So, so, so he's in hell and he's reminded right away of the sin of his ways. He didn't show no mercy. So you have a whole lot of stuff. Nothing wrong with having stuff. Nothing wrong with having money. I, I wish I had more. Okay? Nothing wrong with having money. There's a problem with not having mercy. There's a problem with not having mercy. And y'all hear me say it all the time and I'll repeat it, repeat it, repeat it. God bless you, bless somebody else. If God is, if you run around here telling me God has been good to me and God is blessing me, then folks around you ought to be getting blessed too. Okay? Everybody ought to be blessed that's around a blessed person. Okay? So he says, now this is key. If we don't get this, we're going to be sitting ducks. And the church is already considered vulnerable. You know, when beggars already, beggars and charlatans and, 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 and corrupt-minded people already look at the church as being vulnerable. Amen. Okay? And I talk about brother's church, and, 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 and one of the women at the church sued the church. She sued the church. She got mad at the church. She didn't like the pastor. Got mad at the church and went to court and told the judge she wanted all her tithes back. She had given since for the last 25 years. Okay? Now, y'all know how I feel about it because when you take your church business to the, to the godless judges, guess what? Who loses? The church loses. They have to give her a whole lot of money, upwards $40,000. Okay? So if you give into the church, you're not putting it in escrow. Keep it. If you think, okay, well, you know, 10 years from now, you know, I add it all up. Oh, I gave, you know, a couple hundred dollars a month, 10 years. I the church owed me at least 30. You wouldn't get it here because we only have 30. But, <laughs> but y'all understand what I'm saying? Okay, keep it. We'll be all right. It's God's church. You know? But, but, but watch the second part of this text. Because if you, you can't miss this. But whosoever has the world's good, all of us do. And here's the key word. And seeth his brother have a need. Now I want to talk about that word seeth. You know what that word seeth means? Hmm? Acknowledge it. The word, the word means to know. It means, it means to, to consider a thing. It means to perceive a thing. It means to have discernment. 
It means to be discriminated. Somehow we see we, we don't like that word discriminate, but we do it all the time. We do it all the time. You know when you go to buy some bananas. You, well, we were somewhere, and we were somewhere at flea market or something, and and, and I'm a fruit inspector. Man, ain't you know here? I, I got. I want to see everyone in that container because they put the rotten ones on the bottom and tell you, well, we don't want you touching the fruit. Well, if you don't want me touching, I ain't buying it because I'm I'm discriminate. Okay, I'm a fruit inspector. I'm gonna examine it. Okay. Karina bought me some bananas last week. They were so delicious. I told her about five times. She said, stop telling me that. Something like that. They were so good. I never had a banana taste this good unless I've been hungry like that. But they were so good. They were just so sweet. She didn't just pick them bananas up. Okay? Okay? So here's, this, here's, what, here's what John is saying. Because love must be discerning. Okay? See... So we got Kentucky Fried Chicken Love. Y'all know what Kentucky Fried Chicken Love is? Just to know. Okay? We white meat, dark meat, breast and thighs. It's more to that. It's more to it. Okay? You, know, you, want, you want to look at something? You want to look at that brother. Or look at that sister that's coming to you with a need. Consider the thing. What are you considering? Okay? Think about what I'm saying. Can anybody come in here and ask for ask for a thousand dollars? Think about it. Why not? Let me give you a couple of illustrations, what I mean. Let me give you a couple of biblical illustrations. No, because I, I, you know, I, I want y'all, I want y'all to know this because I think it's important because the Bible speaks to it. If, if it's in the Bible, it's important. Remember Jesus. Remember Jesus. He's on the cross. He's on the cross. I want to talk about discernment. Okay. He's on the cross. I'm adding this. And the woman at the well was there. Blind Bartimaeus was there. Jairus was there with his daughter. Okay? And, and, and know what they were doing? The Bible said they were beholding. Another word for seeing, the seeing is to behold. They was watching. They was paying attention. And, 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 the, and the rulers was there. And they seen all the people that Jesus had touched, that Jesus had saved. The lepers were there. How about the leper that came back? Remember the leper that came back? He, how many was it? Ten? And he healed them all, and they all left, and, and one came back. He was there. He was there. Watch what the text said, 23, 35. And the people stood beholding, watching and understanding who he was and how he loved us and how he delivered us, how he healed us, how he spoke the word of God to us. They were beholding. And the, rich, and the, and the rulers who hated him, watch what they did. And the rulers also with them deride him, saying he saved others. They didn't lie. Let him save himself. Remember they came back. They came back to see the demoniac after Jesus had touched him and healed him. And the, and the people came. The Bible said they came back to see that was possessed. They came back to see the man. And you know what they saw? 
What was it? He was sitting at his feet. He was sitting at the feet of Jesus. The Bible says, in sitting clothed and in his right mind. And it scared him. And it scared him. Let me give you one more. I, you know, it's, I just went down the list and I've seen all these. Remember the centurion? Remember the centurion is at the cross? He was at the cross. Now, now the Bible says in Matthew 27, 54, now when the centurion, ruler of a hundred men, a leader of a hundred men, a wise man, and, and they that were with him, his hundred, watching Jesus, there's our word, watching Jesus, saw the earthquake and those things that were done and they feared greatly. Watch this saying, y'all know the rest of that, truly this was the son of God. And I heard somebody say that. Somebody said, they got it wrong. He was the son of God. He is the son of God. He is the son of God. The King James Version says, truly this was the son of God coming from the centurion. But it should be, this is and will be forever the son of God. The son of God. The son of God. Here's, here's where it gets interesting. I told you the church, the church, the church is not a payday loan. It's not a payday loan. You come in and, and, and it's not a pawn shop. None of that kind of stuff. But Amen. let's talk about let's talk about what a brother is. What's a brother? Anybody ever? Any, any, and we, we, we go over this stuff. What is a brother? Okay. Let me go down my list. Okay. This is a Christian brother. So somebody come in in a jam. Had a bad situation, you know, got sick, got laid off, got hurt on the job. You know, just having a bad time. Okay? okay. A brother, somebody we know, we know him for months. I, 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 I immediately I start thinking about St. Jeremy, maybe, maybe Margaret, Sylvia, all, all of us fall in that category. Okay? Known him for months. It's not some stranger to walk off the street. Known for years. Tens Bible study, Sunday school, VBS. He's committed his life to the Lord. We know his family. We know his children. He's hardworking. All this stuff, all this stuff is, is a part of being discerning. Okay? What are you looking for? How can you help this brother? How can you help this sister? Okay? Because, see, some folks, some folks just need to go to Gamblers Anonymous. Seriously, I'm just saying. You know, some folks just come in because, okay, let me go to the church. And then it ran out of options. Some folks, some folks need to go to a drug addiction treatment center. They have them. Now, that's, that's kind of difficult. Some folks just need to clean up their act. Think about this. Think about this. Somebody come to you, come to me. I don't have no money. I, I, I just got to go see Margaret. Go see Margaret, see trustee, have a trustee meeting. And, and, and have a trustee meeting. And they come and they say, okay, well, we need some money. We need it really bad. Okay. And they come in or you go visit them and all their kids got brand new Apple phones. Okay. Fresh Jordans. Okay. Lottery tickets all over the house. 
What you gonna say? You see, you see what I'm, you see what I'm, see what I'm getting at? Because Jesus identifies who brothers are. Now you can help that guy or that girl, and 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 by giving them, giving them good financial wisdom, because you got the goods of, you got the good of the world. Okay. Here's where I, here's where I run into stuff at. Columbus smiling at me. I mean, I'm touching something. Columbus be watching me, so I gotta pay attention. What makes a Christian a brother? How about that? Can we start there? We need to know. I mean, I mean, it's, I, I'm not, I'm not trying to be condescending because I believe y'all all know this, and all these verses I give you, and all, and all the wisdom I try to share from the pulpit. I know y'all all familiar with it, but sometimes it's just good to just just hear it again. Amen. Okay. Okay. It's, it's like it's like playing sports. You got to play this runker. You got to play this working, and then your team just go away from you. Run that again. You just run it again till they stop it. What is a Christian brother? What makes a brother a Christian? How about that? I, I'll tell you what Jesus says. And Jesus said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Except a man be born again, Except a man be born again. So the number one thing, if you say you're a Christian, you what, what has to happen? You, you have to be born again. So, so the question you would have to ask yourself, if you had a question about being, being a Christian, am I born again? Stop me at the class, after the service, and say, hey, Pastor, I don't know what you mean by being a born again. Okay? I'll tell you. Anybody in, in this room should be able to tell you. Okay? But as many as received him, to them gave him, gave he the power to become what? The sons of God. A Christian, male, female, child, is what? Son of God. Think about that. So somebody come to church and say, Margaret, I'm a brother in Christ. And I'm hurting, going through in the valley. What makes you a brother? Where you been? Ain't seen you. Don't know what you don't know what you're gonna do with this money I give you. A lot of times, folks, let's come back, you know, a month later. Same thing. Here, here's one that I liked. I don't think it's just working in jail so long. A Christian is a fugitive. You, you never thought about that, did you, Columbus? You never thought that you was a fugitive, did you? You're a wanted man. You have. You are a fugitive. You're a runaway. You're an ex-convict. Seriously. Give me a scripture. Somebody say, put a scripture on. I got a scripture for it because I wouldn't have brought it up. Because as Christians, we are convicts. We don't like to think about it like that. We need to be too goody two shoes. No, 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 no. Peter knew. Watch what Peter says. Peter knew he was a convict. He knew he was a fugitive. He knew he was a runaway. And he knew Satan was after his tail. This is why, this is why when I see the brothers, when I see the brothers walking around with their pants pulled down, I'm, I, I start thinking about slaves. You, you know what they used to do? They never gave the slaves belts. Okay? And so because if they ran away, their pants are 
come down. And when their pants come down, listen, that manhole going to let off an odor. Justin, your dad will tell you what a manhole is later. But that manhole is going to let off an odor and them dogs going to be able to find you. Because they'll take some of your drawers and they'll put it on the dog's nose and they'll say, send them dogs. Because the older I get, they'll find me fast. <laughs> I'll be like, Cindy. She'll be like, I got to put gloves on to do your laundry. See what I'm saying? I'm... Says, Pastor, you're talking too much. That's what she was saying. And don't laugh. And now you're going, uh, 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 and looking at your husband. <laughs> Whereby are given unto us great and precious promises. Watch this. That by these ye might be partakers of the divine nature. Here we go. Here we go. Having escaped. I love that. First, Second Peter 1, 4. Having escaped. That's how we got out. The gates opened up. And all I'm doing now is telling that, come on, come on, the, 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 the doors is open, we can go, we can go. But you're going to be on the run until you get to heaven. You're going to be on the run until you get to heaven. Don't get comfortable. Most, most runaways get caught when they get comfortable. Stay on your toes. Be sober, be vigilant. Why? Because they're prison guards. Not the roaring lion. The prison guard, they're looking for you. They're never going to stop looking for you. You're here, you're on the news, they find somebody that escaped 20, 30 years ago. Okay? Update the picture. Here's what they would look like now. Okay? Pay attention. I like that. Having escaped. What do we, what do we escape? What do we escape? This is, this is why, you know, all this pandemic, all this COVID, it ain't never been phased me a bit. It phased me a bit. Okay? I ain't, I ain't missed a beat. They told me to sit down for a couple of 14 days. I ain't feel nothing. God had me. It only get better. And I don't know about y'all. Because if you ain't, if you're scared of dying, you ain't worthy for heaven. Okay? If, if that's the reason you're scared of dying. I'm, I don't want to die. I don't want to die. You want to stay down here? <laughs> okay. You want to watch, you want to keep watching 3.30 in the morning, folks getting killed all around the block? When you can go to heaven, be in glory, no more tears, no more bills, no more mess, no more, none none of that. Okay? Have an escape. Run away. Run away. Run away. What makes a Christian? I'm having Holiness. Uh-oh. This ain't a holiness church. We, we ain't a holiness. Yes, we are. We're a holiness church. We are, we are a holiness church. Every, every church is a holiness church, doesn't it? They don't, they don't, Mount Calvary don't have a patent on that. Okay? We're a holiness church. Okay? Know, know how I know that? Here's Peter again. All people. He's showing up a lot today. But he 
But as he which have called you is holy. Be ye holy in all manner of conversation because it is written, be ye holy for I am holy. Okay? Be ye holy in all manner of conversation. Conversation means how you live it. How you live it. How you walk it. Okay? How you talk it. How, how, you, how you present yourself to a dying world. That's what it means. Be ye holy in all manner of conversation. How's your presentation? How do you present yourself to a fallen world? I, I, I was listening to him praying this morning. And, and, and he says, listen, and, and, I, and, and he, he got to where I, I, I thought he was going to say, in everything, give thanks. He said it. He said that, but I like, in everything, give glory to God. In everything, give glory to God. Paul said in 1 Corinthians 131, he said, in all you what? Eat, drink, and do. How? Do it in a way to give glory to God. Give glory, give God the glory. In all we do, a, 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 a Christian going to do that. How about this one? Here's Peter again. I'm hitting it, Peter, all day. Overcoming trials. All of us should know something about this. Overcoming trials and the very fact that you guys are here means you've overcome trials. How about that? How about that? And I look at Justin. 13? Had some trials. Had to deal with some stuff. Yeah. All the way around the room. I ain't going to get into everybody's business, but if you hear, right, Mary? If you hear, you overcome some stuff. Amen. Okay? Watch this. That the trial of your faith. Well, you, you want to make sure it's the right stuff, right? Who want to step into heaven? Who want to get on the road to heaven and have, having a faith that's never been tried? Okay? That'd be crazy, wouldn't it? But the trial of your faith. Watch. Being much more precious than gold that perished. Though it be tried with fire might be found unto the praise and honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ. Still praising God. That's a beautiful thing. Still praising God through, through your trials and tribulations. Mm-hmm. Somebody say, never would have made it. How about that? You know why we like that song? Because it spoke to our hearts. I'm not going to sing it all. I'm just going to read some of it now. Never could have made it. How? Without you. I would have lost it all. Yeah. I'm talking about your marbles. He ain't talking about material stuff. He's talking about your marbles. Never would have made it. He said, but, but now I see how you were what? And I can say, never would have made it. Now the next line changes one word. He went from never would have made it to never could have made it. Without you, I would have lost it all. I would have lost it all. I would have lost it all. How many, how many can say that? I don't care who wrote the song, but don't it, don't it speak to your heart. Amen. If God don't call us out of darkness into his marvelous life, we would have lost it all. 
Karina won't be sitting here with me. I thought I had my way. Never could have made it without you. That's what Peter's singing. That's what Peter's, that's Peter's theme song. And he knew it too. Because Satan came at Peter. Satan said, Satan said, Peter, I'm gonna get you, Peter. I'm gonna get you, Peter. And God said, This is Peter. He said, Peter, I, I, you might not hear what I'm hearing, but Satan has just said to you, I'm going to what? Sit you like we. But Jesus said, watch what Jesus said. But, Peter, I have prayed for you. Ain't that deep? We getting sifted. We on our way to the sifter. And, and, and Jesus said to Peter, I have prayed for you. That's it. I got you covered. I'm your Lord. And your savior. Brother, a brother or a sister in Christ serves the Lord. How about that? Serves the Lord. Amen. Serves the Lord. Think about that. Remember, remember we was out here cleaning up? Do we out here for BBS? You know, somebody who, who's a man of God, a woman of God, gonna be faithful. Gonna be faithful. See a need covers it. Here, here's, here's, here's what I Here's what I preached at, at Teddy's, Teddy's, Teddy's funeral. Thought it was, I thought it, just, it just was her, who she was. I think, I, think, I think part of Teddy's decline was the fact that she couldn't get to the church and do what she wanted to do. I think that, had a, I think that affected her health. Because this was something that she loved. She loved being in this church. And we start saying, Teddy, you can't do this, you can't do that. I think it just, I think it just wore on her. Okay? And it shouldn't be a Teddy thing. It should be all of us. That's how we should feel. Okay? And I, and I preached this message out of, out of Acts 9 36. And it said, There was a, at Joppa a certain disciple named Tabitha, which by interpretation is called Dorcas. Watch this now. This woman was full of good works and alms deeds which she did. Listen. The word of God, they had to put full in there. They just put it in there because it had to emphasize the fact that this woman wasn't just some average Joe at the church. This woman was full of good works. Full to the brim. You ever, you ever go somewhere and you ever go somewhere and they give you a half a cup, you order a cup of super sun and they give you a half a cup, you're not going to be happy with that. You go, hey, you only gave me half a cup. Somebody, like, what if you ordered a steak and they gave you half a steak? You got a problem, man. And God, God wants us to be full of good works. He, he, don't, he don't want us to half step it. He didn't half step it. He didn't half step it. Now, I don't know about y'all, but I tell God I served didn't half step it. The Bible said, for the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross. He didn't do it for him. He didn't, he, he didn't go to the cross for him. Amen. Them nails wasn't for him. That crown of thorns wasn't for him. Who was it for? For us. For us. He died for us and, and took pleasure in it. How about that? How about that? How about that? 
She was full of good works and alms deeds. Alms deeds means acts of kindness to the poor. Okay? See, you know, we, and we do something for the poor. I mean, we want, we, we got to get our name on them. We, we got to tell everybody. Woo, woo, woo. I did something for the poor. Let's do something for them. Okay? You ain't got to tell nobody. Some of us don't even know no poor people. Ain't that sad? Don't even know no poor people. You look at that one. Poor. Know what I need? Help. Let's get the word out. Talk to some people about Jesus Christ. Folks don't care. I'm learning that folks don't even care. They need to hear the Lord. I was telling the church this morning. I did two funerals this week. You know, I just, I just met all these, all these families. I'm not sitting here. I'm, I'm down in, where was I at? Salem. Could you do, could you, could you do my mother's funeral? You, you know, that's an honor. You don't want some jack leg doing your mother's funeral. Amen. Think about that. Seriously. You, you, I mean, you better be selective. I ain't know the Lord like I ain't know the Lord like I do now, but the man that done my mother's funeral wouldn't have done it. I ain't gonna call his name. I I, I remember when 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 uh, Reverend Jones passed. Y'all remember that? Reverend Jones passed, and and what's his wife's name? Jane. Jane. Jane came here when we did a funeral. I forget whose funeral it was. It was Dave's and Teddy's. And you know what she said? You know what she said, Mary? She said, I wish the man who did my husband's funeral would have known him. Mm-hmm. You remember that? Were you standing next to me when she said that? Mm-hmm. Right over there by the coffee. She might have said it a couple times. She said, I wish the man who did my husband's funeral would have known him. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Huh? Don't, don't let nobody fool you. Reverend Jones loved this church. Amen. We just wasn't doing the tongues. <laughs> Father let him spoke in tongues every Sunday. Just I say, just give him 30 seconds. He would never laugh. <laughs> okay. So so the, the man of God, the, the man of God, the woman of God, and, and, and the, they love the Lord. He is, a, he is a crown of glory. Paul, Paul writing, Paul writing to the to the to the to Colossians church, he writes this. I thought it was fascinating. He writes this about Christians. And, and they were struggling at this church with their faith and struggling with their walk and their representation in the public. And the people were like, what's going on, Paul? The people say they're Christians, but we're not seeing it. So Paul. He didn't care. Preachers can't care. You got just I can't get up here and wonder, oh, if I say this, I'm gonna hurt somebody's feelings. Somebody gonna be upset with me. Okay? And a lot of times I get in the car after I preach, I get in the car after I preach, I know how to say some stuff, some inflaming stuff. And I'll just ride around. I just ride around. And I just try to process everything. But it is what it is. Okay? It is what it is. I always say this ain't for cowards. And you got some preachers, Spurgeon, you say, you can't see faces. Now, when I get out here, I can't say, I can't say, hey, listen, I know Justin went through some stuff. I can't say, oh, Justin here. 
I can't preach on that. Crena here, I remember. I can't preach on that. Columbus, he got some. I, well, I would just get up and sing, and I can't sing, so I'm in trouble. <laughs> I, I would be in a world of trouble if I looked at all y'all's lives and what I know about y'all and say, I got to preach around it. What would I preach about? I've I, I been doing some, the lollipop. I do the lollipop song off the Wizard of Oz. That's one of my favorites. <laughs> I wouldn't have nothing to say. You know what God told me? You know what God told me? He said, I ain't, I ain't, I ain't tell you to preach your life. Amen. I told you to preach my life. That's it. It ain't nothing popular about it. They killed the guy you're preaching about. So what you think you got coming? <laughs> See? But if you've been risen with Christ, Paul's telling the Colossian church, seek those things which are above where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. Watch this now. Set your affections on things above and not on the earth. For you are dead and your life is here with Christ. And when, and when Christ, who is our life, I like this part, shall appear. Not might appear. Shall appear. I heard somebody say, listen, listen, I ain't waiting. I ain't waiting till it come. I know it cometh. I'm waiting to hear the sound of the, of the trumpet. Okay. When, when who is our life, when Christ, who is our life, shall appear. Then shall ye also, watch this, appear with him in glory. He had to tell these folks that. Because walking in the Christian life and being a man of God in a fallen world, being a man of God in a dark, fallen world, is not easy. I would never sit here and tell y'all that it's easy. I would tell y'all to understand the cost. Understand the cost. Understand the cost. See, you know, a lot of preachers, you know, folks, folks getting saved, they ain't never heard, they ain't even heard the gospel. They, they getting saved, they coming down the aisles, 50 at a time. I'm sitting here like, they ain't heard nothing. Okay? Huh? I'm a Christian. No, you, you, ain't, you ain't ready for the test. Amen. This is what we're doing on Sunday mornings. This is why I battle with people. I say, you know, church, church is for safe folks. Because this is where we come. It's like an army garrison. And we come to get our marching orders. And we get, we get our direction. And we get our strength. And this is what we do. So now when we leave here after Sunday, we got to ready to go. You ought to be stronger when you leave church. Not entertained. Man, I did the entertainment stuff. Not in church. Okay? I, I've been to some old George Clinton. I used to go to the old George Clinton concerts. Aqua Boogie Baby. You know, downtown Clinton. I've been to the... I, listen, I ain't been saved all my life. I don't want to hear fool y'all. Okay? Amen. I didn't win. I didn't see some... I didn't look... Marvin Gaye. I used to go to Cincinnati Jazz Festival every year. Distant lover. I used to... Hey. Let's get it on. Come on, Margaret. I know you. <laughs> See, folks come into church like, uh-uh, uh-uh. Now I left them concerts. I felt good. I enjoyed myself. Okay, sometimes a little wobbly. <laughs> For standing so long. Y'all understand what I'm saying? So when we leave church, when we leave church, we ain't got our marching order, we are stronger. If y'all ain't stronger by listening to Columbus pray this morning, listening to Jeremy pray this morning from Sunday school, if you leave here ain't stronger, then... I, okay? You have, 
You ought to be ready to leave here and be like, I'm ready. Come on, come on, Satan. Huh? That's it. Let me give you the last one. They pulled it out of me. They pulled it out of me in Sunday school. They, they see, this is why they do, this is how they do me in Sunday school. They pulled my main verses out. But I'm going to give this one to y'all anyway, because I ain't stunned Ann and them. They just, they just, you know, they, they just work you, work you, work you, and then they try pulling what you're going to preach about today. But a, 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 a man of God, a woman of God, I call Clemson, come up here and pray. Better be ready. Don't Amen. come to church if you ain't ready to pray. Because I like hearing men pray. And I'm a chauvinist. I'm a, I'm a, I, I like to hear men pray. Okay? The Bible says men ought to pray everywhere. Okay? Here's Paul. Here's Paul. Going to jail. Going to jail. Y'all remember the story? He going to jail. He cast a demon out of the little girl, the little soothsayer girl. They cast a demon out, and they, all their money dried up. And they put, him in, they put Paul and Silas in jail. They put him in jail. Not only put him in jail, the Bible said they laid many stripes upon them. Okay? Okay? You got that coming. Start doing the Lord's work, you're going to get some stripes. Okay? See, it ain't free. You're gonna get some, see, see, preachers want to get paid today. Oh, oh they, 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 they want to they get paid. See, Paul, you don't see nowhere in, in the Bible where Paul got a check. Okay? He got some stripes. He got some rocks. He got his head cut off. That, see, that was the wages he got. Okay? See, we want we, 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 I need an advance. I, I used to go to church and preach. I need an advance. I can't say I can't even relate to that kind of stuff. They laid many strikes on Paul. I'm closing. What? They laid many strikes on Paul. They cast him in prison, charging the jailer to keep them safely. Unnecessary. These weren't that kind of criminals. They weren't murderers. They were just preaching. So they should have been in the, in the lobby waiting on, you know, the next day. No, they put them in a prison like they were convicted killers, like they was the baddest people ever. Okay? And watch this now. And having received such a charge, thrust them into the inner prison and made their feet in the stocks. Watch what Paul does. Here's Paul. And at midnight, how about that? And at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed. How about that? They prayed. The Bible said they prayed and they sang praises unto God. And the prisoners heard them. Now, now my point is, we talked about it earlier. Can you praise God? In the midnight hour. In the valley. Can you praise God when all hell's broken out in your life? Whenever you, you, don't see a, you don't see a way out. Can you still praise God? If it's Claire was here, she would tell me the, the psalm. Can you praise God in a distant land? Can you praise God in a distant land? Watch what Paul and, Paul and Silas said. And they praise. They sang praises unto God. That's crazy. See, praise, you give a praise report, they're giving praises to God. They're telling, they telling everybody in there, in stocks, beaten, stripped of the flesh, mm-hmm. and they singing about how good God is. That's what a praise is. They in this, in, I mean, we have a hard time praising God. We stuck in traffic. Think 
about it. We honk, honk, honk. We have a hard time praising God in the checkout line at Walmart. Because we, think about it. They praising God. They praising God. And when you can praise God in the dark, when you can praise God in the midnight hour, when you can praise God when all hell going out, going on in your life, watch this, and the prisoners heard them. The prisoners heard them. The prisoners understood who these men were. Watch what happens. And whatsoever you shall ask in my name, Jesus said this, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. And if you shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. Here's Paul praising God to save some of these prisoners. You got me here to save some of these inmates. Speak through me, Lord. And suddenly, verse 26, I'm closing. There was a great earthquake. So that the foundations of the prison were shaken and immediately all the doors were open and everyone's band was loosed. Had your bands been loosed? Has your prison walls been shaken? How you dealing with the valley times? How you dealing with the dark times? How you, how you dealing with the wonderful times? How you dealing with life? Precious Lord, thank you for this day. Thank you for the word of God. Thank you for the power that's found in the scriptures. Father God, we want to be these kind of Christians. Amen. Born again, saved, full of power, full of faith, full of prayer, full of hope. Knowing how to, knowing how to pray and ask and thank God in the dark time of our lives. And it's dark right now, Father God, and we don't know what's around the corner, but you, we know you're around the corner. Amen. And we say thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Amen.